0: Greetings, beautiful people. Happy Sunday, October fourth. It's ten four. Yeah, the ex truck driver in me loves this date. Ten four is my favorite score at volleyball too. Everybody, we dance a little when we get ten four. At least my New York crowd does. We're moving right along here in October. It's crazy how quick the time is flying. So today's reading comes in a timely fashion, as most do. One of the girls in my gambling group just recently reposted one of my favorite, favorite mottos to live by or to understand. I don't even know if it's a motto. That might not be the right word. But essentially, the whole resentment is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. I'm not sure if you guys have heard that. We'll talk about it more as soon as I read the reading to you. And I'll share with you some of the the choices I've made and how understanding this philosophy has made a difference in my life. So Lawrence Stern says, only the brave know how to forgive. We hold on to resentment, old pain and grudges to hurt others. Instead, they hurt us, weighing us down and creating a barrier between us and the rest of the world. As long as our hands are full of old hurts, we can't reach for freedom, joy and love. The key to ending resentment is forgiveness and surrender to a higher power. When we learn to accept others as they are without making judgment or taking their inventory, which, oh yeah, we talked about the other day, we can live and let live. We can come to understand that others acted as they did not to hurt us, but because it filled their needs. We can come to understand that others acted as they did not to hurt us, but because it filled their needs. Hmm. As we come closer to uncritical acceptance of God's will, we'll also find we're able to forgive our own faults as easily as we do the faults of others. As we begin to learn and accept others just as they are, we begin to accept ourselves a little more. As soon as we find resentment's fading, replaced by a new acceptance of God's will for ourselves and others, now we can let go of old pain and make room for joy. Today, help me let go of resentment and accept myself and others. Guys, if there is any advice you listen to out of all 300 and something episodes here, (laughs) this one is probably one of the best. Like for your own, I think they use the word freedom in here. Freedom, oh my God, the freedom it gives you to let go of this stuff. I can't even put this into words and I'm realizing that I can't teach this in a way that makes people take action in every circumstance. It's something that you have to discover on your own. But I can tell you, it is one of the best gifts you can ever give yourself. It it just a 100% is. One of my biggest resentment people had always been my biological father. And as you guys went through that journey with me back in March, that was really what I was struggling with was this whole resentment thing. And what I mean by that is as I got more in touch with myself and my recovery, I went from resenting him and and actually I think hating him to what I call neutral. You know, where I once I started getting the hang of this, let go of the resentments and the anger and the all that stuff and realizing I couldn't control his actions. He was an addict too. I don't think, no, I know, I know. Just like the reading says, people aren't out to hurt us. It's just, he was after his own, I don't want to say gain, but he was looking out for him and, and did what he had to do, whether in his addiction or as a human being or whatever. And when he died, knowing where I was in my recovery just being in neutral kind of wasn't good enough. So I was sad that I couldn't move completely to forgiveness. Like I lost, well, I can still move to forgiveness. And I actually, I think I have. Yeah, I'm I'm fairly confident I have. Otherwise I wouldn't feel so okay on this topic. But I was, I felt a little shortchanged that I couldn't exhibit that to him. And again, that was about, me, not even him, you know, like it wasn't about even letting him know for his sake. It was about letting him know for my sake that I had gotten closer to this place. It, this was a big learning experience for me because the other thing that like kind of shadowed in the background was worrying about what other people would think about my response to him. And I'm learning like f other people, like I'm not trying to say that in a in a rude way, but I can't be worried about what people think about how I feel. So that's another part of it. Another good example of it would have been, you know, with coming out of the relationship that I had the last few years, and now it's got us over a year that it's been ended. And I know I still talk about it, but it's a good it was such a good learning for me that i need to continue to share it with you to express my process and i think everybody's been in a relationship or is in a relationship or will be in a relationship so i'm i'm going to continue to use this as a example i guess for lack of a better word but instead of resenting you know my ex i i and this was one of the biggest learning lessons i learned even just being with him was Instead of resenting all the activities, I like let things go. Of course, talking about what we talked about yesterday, that everything happens the way it's supposed to happen. What I was doing all those times that he may not have done exactly what I wanted or acted how I thought he should or whatever, all those times that I let it go. And by let it go, I mean, it wasn't about keeping score or fighting over things that just weren't, you know, huge deals. You know, if if it was about, I don't know, not texting goodnight or something, like maybe I resent that. I'm just using a, a flippant example, but I could hang on to all that. And all that does is fill our bucket, keep our bucket full of the negative and the ick. So I had learned along the way from this relationship how to empty my bucket of that. Otherwise, I wouldn't have, have, have survived it, right? I would have been the same as I was in all my other relationships. I would have been negative and bitchy and argumentative and, and like all those things. Now, I can admit that some of it, you know, I got a little lost or confused in the recovery and piece of it and wanting to be a good human being and maybe didn't stand up for myself enough. However, as the story played, operating under gratitude and unconditional love for him... I'm okay. You know, at the end of the day, I'm okay and I don't have any resentment. I actually probably have more empathy than anything for him because I want him to find as good of a life as I'm finding. And he deserves that. We all deserve that. And I wouldn't, I wouldn't have that. I wouldn't feel so whole and satisfied. And I don't know, just. Amazing. I wouldn't feel amazing if I was hanging on to resentment because you can't. I don't, I don't know that you can feel amazing and be resentful. I'm not sure that you can do that. I know I haven't been able to throughout my journey. Grudges and old pain and, and all those things, like just saying those words. I don't know if it's working the same for you right now, hearing those words, but think about someone that you're harboring some ill feelings for. I could think of examples in my family. There are people I know that hang on to that stuff and I see what it does to them. You know, I see I see someone that is not happy, just not happy. And I think the not happiness comes from the positivity being like sucked out of the bucket because there's so much of this old pain and drama and resentment and shit still in their buckets and they can't move forward. And it's hurting them. It hurts us as outsiders that see them struggling with it. And then I guess I would tie in, you know, that whole selfish part of our recovery and not being able to jump in or, or can't, I can't fix people, right? I just can't. I can suggest and I can share and I can try to show how amazing life is when some of these things like resentment are tackled. Tackled, get it? It's football Sunday, 10 4. Tackled. Yeah. So when you tackle some of this stuff and you learn to forgive, forgiveness isn't about the other person, guys. It's just not. It's about finding that peace within you and just accepting people the way they are. People are going to screw up, right? None of us are perfect. I know I screw up. I screw up a lot. And that's why it's important to be mindful of step 10 is so that I can, you know, screw up. Apologize, try to make things right and keep going. Otherwise we're just living in this past and, and being in the past is not productive. <laughs> it just doesn't, we, I want to move forward. I think you want to move forward too, right? If you're listening, I think that you want a better life and that you want to move forward and you want to learn these skills of how to live a better life, a more fulfilled life, a more complete life, a more happy life. Like I'm so content. Like even a bad day anymore is better than probably my best days when I was gambling or partying like a rock star or making bad decisions. Cause when I was doing all of that, it was probably to numb some of those resentments or anger or all those negative feelings in my bucket. I just don't got room in my bucket for that shit anymore. And I want you to keep thinking about emptying your bucket if you're still hanging on to stuff. Now, this is not an overnight process. I won't bullshit you and tell you that it is. It's working through it and it's about looking in the mirror and seeing how you want to feel and how you want to act and how you want to show up in the world. Sorry, it's like really hot in my car right now, so it's making me yawn. You have to take care of yourself first and you'll learn by taking care of yourself that things like resentments harm you. Like if you just check in with your body, just sit there right now and think about someone that still like gets you wound up instantly. Like I can think of one that, um, <laughs> this is going to be really kind of frustrated, but. I went to a virtual event not too long ago and they didn't send me some of the supplies that everybody else got for this event. And I was really frustrated about this for like a week and a half, maybe longer. And um, I knew that it wasn't the right thing to be pissed off about it, but I couldn't shake it. Like I literally had to, I vented about it. I told my friends in the arena about it. And finally, someone kind of called bullshit on me and said, hey, let's talk. And he was so genuine and so kind. And he's like, listen, yeah, we got stuff. This is what helped me, he said. You know, he didn't tell me what to do. He just said, this is what helped me. And he explained to me this process about writing letters to people, anyone that we have these feelings to. And I'm going to pass that on to you is write it down like in rehab and in places they talk about writing down everything and then either burning it so that you know you can write a letter to your addiction you can write a letter to whoever hurt you and, and it's kind of a physical way of letting go of something but you have to be mentally dialed into that too and it, it'll take it takes practice like most things that we talk about when it comes to self what's the word I'm looking for Personal development. Yeah, that's personal development. It's very fulfilling though when we do it. I also, I, I want to kind of go through this piece again. We're able to forgive our own faults as easily as we do faults of others. As we learn to accept others just as they are, we begin to accept ourselves a little more. So if if I'm looking at someone, all right, I'm picturing a person in my head that. I believe has faults. I believe that doesn't do the right things for himself. It makes me sad. And I can come from a place of judgment. And even as I'm just describing this, not just one person, but two people came into my mind. And they're hot topics for me because I struggle with them. But I can't be in a place of judgment or lecturing or negative space. And it's a cognizant, mindful thing I have to do. I have to remind myself, like they're just doing the best that they can. And by doing that, it makes it when I mess up, I can be, I could forgive myself easier or I can give myself some grace. You know, it's just kind of like a diet, right? Like you guys know that I am a freaking ice creamaholic and I just, I love my sweets. And instead of beating myself over the head with a stick about it and getting myself in a funk where I'd be maybe depressed or sad or frustrated because I like sugar too much, I like my ice cream too much, which if I beat myself up, beat myself down, don't have the positivity in my bucket to support me, not only would it be maybe ice cream when I'm in close proximity, but maybe I'm eating just chips and living off of sugary junk. Instead, allow myself, okay, I'm gonna have some ice cream and then I'll eat, Whole foods and better for me foods and, and the right things, probably 90% of the time. But I couldn't have the stamina to make better food choices or life choices, like whatever it is. I'm just using food as an example, but I wouldn't have the stamina to do that if I allowed myself to beat myself up about it and to pass judgment on myself about it. So it's, it is a cycle and how we, Treat other people, and how it reflects back onto us, and taking care of ourselves and our mental sanity, and giving ourselves grace, and and I'm all for this. Like we we can beat ourselves up, you know. This goes back to all the guilt and shame conversations that we have. How does that serve us? Just like a resentment. So going back to that quote, it's like drinking poison and asking the other person to die. Seriously, think about it. Write down. I love when I get to give you guys assignments, really. I don't know if you ever finish them. And once I get back home and we really start ramping up on the pages and start interacting a little more when I can be in one place and have some better conversations with you, I'd love to see a list like this. So write down three reasons why not forgiving someone or not releasing the resentment. How does that help you? Go ahead. I dare you. I dare you to write down three reasons how it helps you, serves you, makes your life better. I know for me, even in hindsight, when I was being resentful, I couldn't come up with one. Why am I being resentful? To prove a point? To think I'm better than that person? To not deal with the emotions? Oh, okay, I don't have to deal with the emotions. You know where I don't deal with the emotions? In front of a slot machine. That's a great place to not deal with my emotions. That's a good reason. There we go. There's a reason. I won't say it's a good reason. There's a reason to hang on to resentment, either towards ourself, our past actions, our people, so that we have an excuse to gamble. How about that? That's a reason. I mean, it just is. And I'm not saying that with judgment either, but that's just kind of how it works. So it's pretty clear, right? Like how we could stay in the fog of the gambling, the drinking, the drugging, the overeating, the blah, blah, the list is endless it gives us an excuse to do that. Or we can have that freedom, freedom from the addictions, freedom from those feelings, and just be able to live and enjoy life. You know, it's, savor the sunshine, savor the friendships you have, the relationships you have that do feel good. Why wouldn't you want to do that? Why wouldn't you want to hang on and appreciate the moments and those good feelings. Why wouldn't you want those in your bucket? Like when I talked about being at Patty's house and watching the game with the three girlfriends and us having good foods and good laugh and and watching a a good football game. Like I much rather savor that moment than try to tell you that I can remember what happened when I was ever at the casino. Because honestly, I can't really tell you I remember in any great detail because it wasn't, Feeling it was numb. You know, we've talked about how I've won jackpots, but I don't even feel the excitement of them. I'm too busy looking for the next, the next thing. You know, I'd be ramming money into other machines and, and I know people probably had to think I was absolutely insane. Why aren't you just taking your money and cash out? You know, those normal gamblers, (laughs) they had to think I was bananas because they'd already figured it out. They weren't there to hide behind life. They can go in with their 20 bucks and take it or leave it. So they must have thought it was ridiculous. I mean, I'm sure they weren't thinking about it on this deep of a level. Like, what is this crazy girl trying to not address and run from that she can't even acknowledge, you know, winning? But that's the ugly truth of it, guys. That's how it worked for me. And that's probably how it works for most of us. Otherwise, we wouldn't be gamblers or drinkers or whatever. So That's it. I'm gonna repeat that that one sentence again and I'm gonna challenge you to make that list of three things of why you think it's beneficial to you to hang on to resentment or not forgive someone. So remember this, resentment is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. That's it. So put that on the top of your paper and then write down those three reasons why you don't wanna forgive someone and how that serves you. All right, that's it. That's my rant for today. Beautiful people, I'm happy to be living. I'm happy to be here with you. I'm sharing my gratitude with you. And I'm going to send out some love and some healing vibes because there's so many people right now that are are sick and dealing with physical stuff. So I just want to send them some love, some wellness. Times are a little bit crazy right now, so I want to call that out and yeah, just send out big that heart of love and happiness and some grace in there as well. Till next time, beautiful people, we'll talk to you soon.